Get $250 when you switch to a Royal Credit Union checking account. Royal Smart Checking has no monthly fees and no minimum balance. See details and open your account by November 15th at rcu.org slash checking bonus. Insured by NCUA. Hundred episodes, and man, is this a good one. Kirsten and I catch up with Minnesota Wild defenseman Brock Faber and hit him with the important questions. Like, is his mom more famous than him? And is Jonas Brodin actually a Swifty? Plus, our favorite hockey moments from this past week and a plea to Dean Evson to make some lineup changes. As always, we're created by New Voice Studios, brought to you by Soda Stick, presented by Talk North, Livia Weight Control Centers, Jim Beam, Grain Belt, and Royal Credit Union. This is Season 5, Episode 200. It's not hockey season until you've got your official Soda Stick merch. Some of the best hockey in Minnesota sports designs in town with a knack for custom garb too. SodaStick.com is an automatic go-to for all sports apparel. Don't forget to add Bardown Beauties at checkout for 15% off. That's SodaStick.com. At Jim Beam, they know the importance of tradition. Like chanting, let's play hockey prior to the start of each game or playing the state of hockey anthem after a wild win. This season, raise one to your fan family with the bourbon that invites us all to come as friends and leave as family. Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey, the official bourbon whiskey partner of the Minnesota Wild and XL Energy Center. Drink smart. Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. Copyright 2021. James B. Beam Distilling Company, Incorporated, Fairmont, Kentucky. Hello, everybody. What's up? Bardown Beauties, episode 200. We did it. Roll out the red carpet. Uh, excited to have our guest join us. I'm Jesse Pierce, writer for NHL.com. She's Kirsten Kroll, face of the Minnesota Wild. And we've got Brock Faber, the up-and-coming face of the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Brock, welcome to episode 200. How excited are you to be a part of the Buttes for a second time in your career, which is also exciting. Yes, yes, second time, last time in the college college apartment. So <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thank you, guys. Happy 200. Happy 200. And just so you know, Kirsten still feels she might have a little bit of beef with you from the Husky Gopher. I got her to a Gopher game after we last spoke with okay. you, and she looked at me in disgust every time I cheered for the Gophers uh, and every time I did the mm-hmm. Minnesota chant for a goal because there were a lot of goals that game we went to. Yeah, right. just, yeah, so many goals. It was a lot to take in. It was, you know, what the last time I'd been to Mariucci was St. Cloud versus Minnesota. So definitely different being there for that one. I, I, I get it for sure. But <laughs> your St. Cloud, your Huskies, they uh, they just lost to St. Thomas, didn't they? Uh, yeah, and Minnesota State. Uh, they're not off to a good start so far, but Brett Larson can turn it around. There's time. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, enough said. I like it. See, this is this is why start of a new rivalry. Yeah, we we can appreciate it. Uh, Brock, speaking of a a good start, you get your first career NHL goal. Uh, Make the team coming right out of camp. Obviously, something that's probably not very surprising to those of us who watched you play last year. But just what has this season been like? I mean, I know it was a whirlwind at the end of the year last year, but to come in and to do it was Jonas Brodeen, one of your idols growing up. Yeah, it's obviously uh, it's special, and that that first night was that first night was a whole lot of fun. I had um, a bunch of people, bunch of people there at the game, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was uh, we, you know we've been back and forth. We've had a few good games, a few bad games. Um, you know, it's the start that's expected, but we're obviously looking to turn things on, uh, around here and um, you know start start trending upwards. So 
they all, yeah, first game was a lot of fun. It was a dream come true for sure. What's it been like playing with Jonas Brodeen? Um, well, it's it's pretty easy to play with him. Um, yeah, he's uh, again like like you guys said, and like you guys know, he I, I grew up watching him. Um, I grew up a, a fan of his, and being able to call him my D partner for a bit there, it's. Uh, uh, it means, you know, it means a lot to me and my family. It's really cool for me and my family, obviously. Um, and and he makes my job job real easy. Um, obviously, he's a tremendous skater um, and a tremendous player, tremendous teammate. So speaking of your don't have one to say about him, <laughs> that's for sure. Speaking of your family, who's more famous now, you or your mom, after the epic commercial? <laughs> I mean, is she signing autographs out there? What do you what do you think? Were you did you know she had the acting ability that she did? Yeah, I mean, she did great. Her part was her part was pretty quick, but she she definitely stole the show there. She was, uh, yeah, I guess she was saying that she has been like, people have like went up to her at the grocery store or something weird like that. I can't remember exactly what she said, but um, yeah, she's she's famous now. That's awesome. That's it's cool for her. my sister Paige. She obviously all everyone knows Paige that knows me. So uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, the, the family's the family's starting to get a little hype uh the favor family is but um yeah mom did great for sure i was gonna ask you about that too potential start to an acting career for you maybe emmy award winner in your future who knows also did you know people are making t-shirts of you now based on that commercial alone i did not know that no um but yeah i, I don't really see myself in acting any anytime soon that's for sure but we'll see you never know <laughs> I mean, you did play it well, though. Like, have you forgotten your glasses? It looks like that's something that maybe you pulled back out of from past experience. Had you forgotten your glasses and mom had to come help you out with that? Um, you know, I <laughs> I don't remember. I forgot my glasses to a game once. Or no, sorry. Okay. I forgot my contacts to a game once. I had to wear my glasses under my helmet. That's really the only story I have with forgetting my eyes. How does that um, work? Uh yeah, it was, I don't know. I, I don't know. Loosen the helmet a bit and throw the glasses on under there. And um, yeah, and they would get all fogged up. It was stupid. It sucked. <laughs> Needless to say, it happened only once then, right? Only like once. we learned only, only once. once. Yes. That's, that's fair. Uh, is it weird to you to see, I mean, again, as a kid who grew up here in Minnesota in the state of hockey, bizarre to see wild jerseys with that Faber name on the back. That's not just a family member. I know I said, I'm seeing quite a few. You certainly are a fan favorite. Everyone loves the hometown kid and, and you've given them reason to celebrate, but is that still so bizarre to you? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It is. It, it is really, um, it is. It's, it's so cool to see, obviously. Um, you know, it's bottom line. It's just something you dream of as a kid and I've gotten pretty, pretty damn lucky to be able to be in the spot I am um, playing for the Minnesota wild. I, you know, it's a, it's a dream come true. And I, um, you know, again, I hope to keep trending upwards. So hopefully more fans keep buying the jerseys and I can stay here for, for a long time to help this team win. So, um, but yeah, it is, it's cool to look up and see a, a number seven Jersey with, with my name on it. it. It means a lot to me. It's really cool. So. 
And I'm sure this post has made it across your feed too. I think the wild even posted it as well. But just when you look back on last year and it's you and your Minnesota Gophers sweatshirt on the glass at a wild game oh, and Kirill yes. Kaprizov <laughs> is right there. And then I believe the next picture was you after scoring your first NHL goal. So just kind of a, what is it like to look back to where you were just months ago, even up until now? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, even when I was with the Kings, I was still, still a wild fan. You know, I, I was, you know, it was amazing with being with the Kings, but um, you know, and I was excited to be with the Kings, but I would still go to the wild games. I would still watch all the wild games uh, on TV. So um, yeah, I mean, it's been a, it's been a weird year, obviously it's been a real weird year, It's but it's been amazing. Um, you know, I can't complain about one thing. So um looking back on that, that, that picture specifically, I've, you know, just about every time, um, in every city now that I get undressed, that, that picture always gets brought up. So, um, by some sort of, uh, interview or media, whatever it is, but, um, yeah, I've heard a lot and seen a lot on that. So. When you guys were there for Ben Myers debut, wasn't that it? The whole thing, like, right. The whole squad showed up because he was playing for the Avs that night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we had sat on the glass a few times that year. Um, so to be honest, I can't remember if it was his debut that we were celebrating that, but, uh, maybe it was, it probably was, um, but we had been on the glass, I think two or three times, uh, that year. Um, my uncle shares season tickets there. So pretty lucky. Yeah. There you go. Talk a little bit about this year in general as a whole, like you said, some ups, some downs, uh, but defensively, how do you think the team is doing? What are some areas that you would like to tighten up and how do you take the, uh, the accolades from Dean Evson, who has more than once said that you are, you know, the best defenseman out there some nights. Yeah. I mean, as a, as a unit, you know, I, none of us have been perfect me specifically. I haven't been perfect either, you know, and I've, um, I've had a few bad games myself too. So, um, you know, us as a decor, we, we know what we have to do. We've talked about it and, you know, we came in today and kind of, kind of reset and we went through some film today and, um, you know, I think there's a lot of things that we're doing great, but then there's a lot of things that we can control that we're not doing great. Um, and just looking to build on that, looking to, um, learn from our past mistakes and obviously, uh, thank Gus and Flower for, um, you know, the two wins that we do have. Um, and again, look to improve and, you know, that starts tomorrow. So, you know, we know what we have to do. And uh, again, we had a good reset day today and, you know, looking to build on that. So, What's it like playing with a guy like Marc-Andre Fleury? I mean, just an absolute legend. I know there's a lot of talk being made about, is this his last year? And I mean, having gotten to know him in his time, what is that like having a guy like that, an icon in the locker room? Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. It, it's still it's kind of weird just like li- looking at him and know like it's him. You know, I, it's it, as a kid, as any hockey player, everyone knows who Flurry is, and um, you know just how great of a person he is. Really sticks out for me how great of a teammate he is. Um, you know, he's probably the nicest guy I've ever met in my life. Um, really, I'm, I'm serious. Uh, he's always smiling. He's always, uh, you know, he, and, but he works his ass off too. You know, he comes to the rink and he works and he competes and, uh, you know, there's a reason he's, he's played as many games as he has and been, you know, as successful as he has, um, 
you know, that's because of his work ethic, his dedication to the game and um, his dedication to being a good person, a, a good teammate, um, you know, a good, a good dad, a good, a uh, good husband, you know, it, it's, it's everything. And he's, he's got it all for sure. And Brock, Jesse might have some more wild questions for you, but I kind of wanted to pivot back to kind of the college. Yeah. We don't need to talk hockey. Oh, that's, no, that's it's not a hockey <laughs> podcast or anything. I wanted to pivot back to the Gophers, which Jesse's going to love that conversation. Just picking up big win against North Dakota. Have you been following the team? Any chance you kind of get this season? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I've uh, obviously from a distance, I'm uh, I'm supporting them as, as much as I can. I'll, I'll watch, I'll flip a game on if they're on, but... <clears throat> Yeah, I, that was uh, that was a fun win for them. Obviously, against North Dakota, that obviously means a lot um, to current Gophers. Um, you know, former Gophers, future Gophers. It's you know that's really that's the rivalry, and that's um, obviously you would, you, we would have liked to to come home with two wins if if you're the guys. But um, you know, getting that one on Friday night, obviously that was special for him. That was really cool to see. I will say I might not be a gopher hockey fan, but I will always cheer for Minnesota over North Dakota. I love that. That's good to hear at least. I appreciate that. I'm earning some That was like an back. olive branch. I feel like that was an olive branch she was extending in a slight way. <laughs> I'm, pr- I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. But well, more importantly, the football team win. That Right? Yes. That was a good call, I think. I know you were out playing your own game, worrying about your own win on Saturday, but did you catch the highlights? How pumped are you that Floyd is back in the proper state? Yeah, it's it's cool to see. You know, obviously we, um, you know, that's always a motto around campus is we hate Iowa. Yes. Um, that's what everyone says there, so – um, yeah, it was, it, it was cool to see. I, I definitely did watch the highlights. I don't think there was a wrong call on the field. Um, so yeah, we, we brought that thing home and that, that's exciting. As a cyclone, I hate Iowa like doubly as much as a gopher right. fan and a cyclone, right? They're just right. They're the worst. They're the worst people, <laughs> almost as bad as North Dakota people. Uh, I do want to let's switch gears. Let's have a little fun before we let you go and not talk hockey. Uh, as a player that is obviously very recognized now, what's the weirdest thing that you have been asked to autograph? <laughs> um. You know, I, I, it's all been kind of just basic stuff, you know, shoes. Okay. Socks. Why is shoes such a go-to? Felino told us shoes. Mark Andre Fleury I talked to today said shoes as well. Why people are just taking off their shoe? I yeah, just I don't know. Shoes, socks. I've signed. Yeah, shorts, shirts, shorts. sweatshirts, phones, everything. Uh, <clears throat> I don't. I don't think that, none of that's really too weird though. Like I feel like I don't know. I haven't really had like a crazy, you know crazy story to tell you about signing anything but yeah shoes socks weird but whatever didn't felino when we had him on say that like he was like legitimately asked to like autograph somebody's child before somebody's child yeah i also told flurry that today i was he's like wait like his skin i was like yeah the kid's skin i'm pretty sure he signed rock that's how you will know when you've made it when somebody puts their newborn child in front of you and is like please sign my baby yeah i <laughs> Poor baby. <laughs> yeah, right? Just has a tattooed now. Like, that's going right. to be the next yeah. step. Like, oh, we got a Marcus Foligno tattoo. Um, if you were to be on any reality TV show, what show would it be? Mm. Reality TV show as in, like... It yeah. could be It could be the contest. Like, it could be, like, Survivor. Or it could be The Bachelor. Or it could be, I don't... Like, real world... 
or, you know, I don't know, anything? Um, I wipe out. You ever seen that? Ooh. Wipe. It's not anymore. I don't think it's, it even plays anymore. But yeah. when I was a kid, I would always watch Wipeout. <laughs> they like jump on. They go through like the course and the big balls they jump on. And um, yeah, I would want to do that. What about like? So you kind of are striking me as like more of like an adventure obstacle kind of thing, more up your alley. Like American Ninja Warrior. Would you do that? Yeah, it's fair to say that. Yeah, for sure. But I would like. Survivor or anything out in the wilderness as um, so uh, that new show on Fox special forces where they take people through like yeah. military grade training. If you were offered to do that show, you'd just be like, nah, well, <laughs> not for me. If you uh, were to do like a survivor, which teammate are you taking with you though? Cause I have a, I have a, I have an advice for you. Take Freddie Goudreau. Oh, he loves the wilderness. Ooh. He, he wants to live in a van in the woods. Yeah. I would take him. <laughs> Maybe I didn't know that he liked that stuff, but <laughs> off the top of my head, I was going to say Shazi. Okay. The farmer boy aspect of it. It's because I feel like he's like, I feel like he'd be useful and like, <laughs> I couldn't bring like, I couldn't bring like Addy or Bolt or any of like, I couldn't bring the dude. I couldn't bring a lot of people I feel like, but uh, I think, yeah, off the top of my head, I would have picked Shazi. But yeah, I guess I'll, I'll choose Freddie then. If you were going to bring somebody strictly for the vibes, who would it be? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I'd bring Addy. I'd bring Addy, boy. He's he loves he loves he likes being outside, and he likes like he appreciates little things like that, like um, you know, being on a patio or a sunset or. Um, you know, a beautiful night. He he appreciates little things like that. He doesn't always show it, but he likes that stuff. So I'd bring him. That seems about right. I could see that. Yeah. Final question from me, and I'm surprised that my co-host has not asked this yet. Oh. Are you a Swifty? Do you consider yourself a self a Swifty? And how much how invested are you in in the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift romance? Yeah, I mean, I, I I would say like I think what she does is unheard of. Like I, she's probably the most famous person to ever walk this earth <laughs> and from what I, what I've heard of her she seems like a great human she's obviously I don't listen to a ton of her music but as like a um, you know as a song the songwriter and the singer she is and the performer she is and the lifestyle she has to live um, I think it's really cool I, I think it's really cool and I think um, that relationship is really cool so I don't have a bad thing to say about her. Again, I don't listen to her music a whole lot, but um, you know, I respect the respect the hell out of, out of her for sure. That was the right answer. That was a good answer. <laughs> um, can you confirm Jonas Brodeen? He's a rumored big Swifty. I didn't know that. Um, I had no idea, but I don't really see that either. But maybe, maybe, good for him. See, I think it was just a, a marketing campaign. They were trying to like, you know, hi, get them in with the Swifties. I was like, I just, you know, I don't know things. because at the game, the games are starting to blur together. But those girls, they made a friendship bracelet for Jonas Brodeen in exchange for a puck, like sign and everything. Brodeen gave him the puck, didn't take the bracelets. So they walked up to my little stage and it was like, Kirsten, you can have this friendship bracelet. It was meant for Brodeen, but like you can have it now. Hmm. 
See? Rock in case you can't tell from this, that's that's Kirsten's yeah. niche is Swifty stuff. It's my only yeah. personality. I'm not going to apologize for it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I respect her. I, I respect her. He's like, get me out of this conversation right now. Like, I can't. Can't. I know she tried to tell Marcus Polino about the Eras tour, and he's like, "What is the Eras? What is that? Is that the name?" And it was just devastating to her. It's classic. Yeah, classic Kirsten. Yeah. Well, Brock, thank you so much for taking the time, joining us for big episode two hundred. Always good stuff with you. Uh, can't wait to watch you the rest of the season, and probably catch up with you later down the road. Awesome. Sounds good. Congratulations, you two. Two hundred. That's awesome. Nice. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Brock. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Jesse Pierce here with Bardown Beauties and NHL.com. Hockey is back, and I am so grateful that Livia Weight Control Centers has helped me look and feel my best for my busiest time of year. From early morning skates to late night shootouts, Livia has not only helped me drop more than 30 pounds and 19 inches, but has given me back the energy I need for a long hockey season. Plus, sign up today and take advantage of three months absolutely free. What are you waiting for? Light the lamp and call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. Score on your weight loss goals today. We're back. Shout out to Brock. What a fun time. I do. I love that he when he like looks at us like, uh, yeah, sure. Okay. And I told you, I don't think Broads is actually a Swift. I think he is. I'm not convinced. I think Brock also thinks I'm crazy after that conversation, but it's fine. You had to keep bringing up the Huskies. like You were the one who initially brought it up. I mentioned it the one time when you brought it up. I told him I cheer for the Gophers over North Dakota. That's true. I mean, everybody should. You're As they Dakota. should. I like that. 100%. A dude wearing a North Dakota jersey to the game on Saturday got off lucky. There was not enough booze. Not enough people uh, noticed, I don't think what he was wearing for his attire at the game. Uh, but speaking of the game on Saturday, obviously recording this a Monday tomorrow, the Edmonton Oilers are in town. Con McDavid, close friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he was busy playing the game. I think that's why he couldn't hop on for episode 200. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Gretzky also was doing some charity thing. I mean, you know, they all apologize. They all mm-hmm. said they very much look forward to joining us sometime. And by yep. they, I mean my the imaginary people in my head. Yep. Mario Lemieux, Sidney Crosby texted Bill Guerin on our behalf to apologize yep. for the yep. absence. Right. So, you know, we look forward to, to catching up with them down the road. But no, speaking of Saturday's game, a loss, a tough loss to the Columbus Blue Jackets. That wasn't necessarily the loss that got me. It was the lack of offense in the lack of defense, Kirsten. Now, my bigger problem with the offense as of late, especially the five-on-five, now the power play didn't do a whole lot either, but that top line, Kirill Kaprizov, Ryan Hartman, and Matt Zuccarello, they are not, and not to say that they're not trying to pull their weight, Matt Zuccarello obviously had a fantastic game um, on Saturday against the Blue Jackets, but do we break them up? Like, is it time already? I mean, we're five games in, eyeing down six here with Edmonton, plus then they hit the road for games against Philly and Washington and New Jersey, is it time to shake things up and give that top line another look? Yes, it absolutely is. I mean, Ryan Hartman was not the permanent fix at center. I'm not saying it's all on Ryan Hartman, the reason the line's not working, because it worked maybe for as long as it could have. I don't know. Ryan Hartman was not meant to stay the top line center forever. That was not a permanent fix. I say there's two options that you could give another look at top line center to see how those happen to play out together. Is one um, rhyme with bossy and another run rhyme with neck? Yeah. That's crazy that you came up with that. Yeah. How did you know? 
it's not like, no, but do you think, see, so, okay, to counter that, I don't think it's the center that's the problem necessarily. Mm-hmm. Now, Jules Eriksson so far has been so impressive. Like, he leads the winning the draws, goals. like, he's been fantastic. I want to split up Kaprizov and Zuccarello. I think I want to see a different look for those two, too, because going back, and I certainly asked Dean Epson this on Saturday, because I, from my perception, did not like that Zuccarello didn't take a shot, instead looked to pass back to Kaprizov, which, mm-hmm. yes, would have been a slam dunk in overtime, but also in overtime, Zuccarello needs to take that shot. I want to see those two broken up yeah. just to kind of spread it out, give a little bit of depth. So I'm not necessarily looking at the center being the problem. I want Hartman and Kaprizov on separate lines. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think like it's something that needs to happen right now, but I'm also curious to see, especially as the season goes on, how it would look if you did break up that line, give somebody else the opportunity and just kind of see what other potential chemistry you can get going with Kaprizov on that top line. So I'd be interested mm-hmm. to see it. I know last season we talked about it a lot too, because at that moment last year, like it did feel like we need to start really changing up the lines, doing something. So I would be interested to see it. Yeah, like I'm thinking like maybe a Freddie Goudreau and a Marco Ooh. Rossi. Like maybe you're looking at Kaprizov, Rossi, Goudreau. Okay. And then you're looking at, I you mean your second line of Johansson, Eck, and Pat Maroon. Who saw that coming? That was that was a nice looking like, little little line there. Um, and then, you know, put Zuccarello with Marcus and... Hmm, I don't know. Hartman? Yeah, that could be a line. That could be something. There might be something there. I don't know. I'm just spitballing, just throwing ideas out there, but that's what I want to see from Dean. Will it happen? I doubt it. I just want to see some movement of the lines in general, like seemingly some games that you keep trying to shoot the same thing, trying to make it work, and it just doesn't. I don't want to see kind of that stubbornness this year. You know what I'm saying? Like if we see something's not working, let's just break it apart and see what we can do instead of just forcing it to work when clearly it's not. Yeah. I No, I don't disagree. And I, w- I mean, I was surprised to see a little bit of a tweak when you put Sammy Walker down. And now, obviously, Sammy Walker in Iowa. I'm excited to see what Vinny Letary mm-hmm. can bring to the team. He certainly has some speed, which will complement Connor Dewar and Brandon Duhame mm-hmm. down there as well. Uh, let's shift gears. I know we had Brock on, and I'm sorry to now dive into this, but the defense has been brutal absolutely brutal and and Brock's absolutely right without Flurry and Gus doing what they've done back there um it would be tremendous I mean it's not just 54 shots on net from Columbus on Saturday Mm -hmm. it is the high danger opportunities and the 26 to 6 out shot in one period like allowing the the players to get in as low as they have and to find those high danger areas that's the concerning point Mm -hmm. what do you think needs to change now yes they're doing this without Jared Spurgeon I'm not even going to say they're doing it without another defenseman too, but that's not the problem. Like, I don't know that Jared Spurgeon's necessarily the missing piece and the answer. Certainly it's going to be great to get him back, but what do you think, how do they correct this at this point? I mean, it's still early, but it's something that needs to be corrected immediately. Well, first I just want to give credit where credit's due. The wild would, and everyone knows this, it goes without saying the wild, the only reason they were even in that game was because of Philip Gustafson, like played mm-hmm. absolutely out of his mind. Um, so just really impressive night for him, for sure. As far as fixing the defensive woes, I don't know. At this point, like the only thing I can really think of to just try, maybe you move Brodeen and Faber away from a pairing, split that up a little bit more. 
which they've done. They've yeah. put bro or, you know, Faber and Middleton together. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't, I think the answer might be, and now, uh, you know, I went to practice on Monday and Dean Evson, John Merrill was absent from practice mm-hmm. for maintenance day, but they are going to recall another player, ideally a defenseman. I want to see Carson Lambos up here. Yeah. I would like to see Carson Lambos not called up as an insurance. I would like to see Carson Lambos play in a game and see what he could possibly bring because I think he could really add something to the defense. Now I, you know, whether Lambos is the shutdown defenseman they need, I don't know because I think he's much more offensive minded, but I, the D you need new players. You just need new players. It's not enough to just rotate the same six, right? Which again, Mm -hmm. it's a problem because they don't have the money to do a heck of a whole lot except rotate the six, but I need better shutdown defense than what I've seen at recently in uh in their games because the game one fantastic boxing out doing all the right things against a very hampered Florida team mind you but ever since that first game I haven't really seen that defense shut down like it is known to do I mean yeah like it's I am trying to think of how to word it but I don't think there's any way to really tiptoe around it unless you get more skilled defensemen it's not really fixing the problem no they could just go out and sign. I'm just kidding because they can't go out and sign anybody because they're broke. We are broke. Um, let's switch gears to wrap up this second segment here as we started last week. Our favorite hockey moment of the week. Now, again, it can relate to the wild. It can relate to an on-ice play. It can relate to something off the ice. Uh, whatever it may be, we want to hear what your favorite hockey moments of the week are as well. Uh, Kirsten, why don't you kick us off? What was your favorite hockey moment moment? From this past week. Yes. Kopitar for the LA Kings when his son came into the locker room and they had that cute video of him going over naming the starters for the night. And then he ends it with going, my dad, like, oh, it was just so and like not even so much just his son doing that, but the camera kept cutting back to his dad and he's like clapping for him, cheering him on. You can see the pride in his face. Like it was the most heartwarming video I've seen in a while. It was so freaking cute. Yeah, Anze Kopitar, regular season games played leader uh, for franchise or regular games played, excuse me, in general uh, for LA Kings franchise. Got to write a fun little story up on NHL.com, but it is great. It's got to include kids, right? Mm -hmm. Like mine, mine includes my own kid for a change. I'm actually going to give a shout out to this little nugget right here. Uh, Apparently three days was not enough for MEA vacation. Apparently they also got Monday off today, which is great, except mommy had to go to work at the hockey rink. And this little bug has been asking if he could come to hockey with mommy at some point in time just to hang out. So he did. And to make it even better, we bump into Mike Madano upon arrival, which, of course, he doesn't know. But I'm like, this is a legend. Wish I had my phone. Don't have my phone because it's in the bottom. But no big deal. Didn't uh, didn't get a picture with Mike Madano. That's fine. I did bring this camera, though, just in case there were some moments. But I didn't get to. Ca- I know it's a Stop it's an old right disposable. Now. The way my jaw yeah. just dropped when you whipped that out. I know. It's an old school disposable camera. You know, I told him if he wanted to take some photos around the rink with it, he could do that as well. Uh, you know, moments, guys, moments. Uh, to make it better, though, he was great. He was incredibly, he's taking a, a picture of me right now. I heard him winding it up. <laughs> yeah, we wind it up. Um, but he then came downstairs into the locker room with me because he's six and he still needed time. But he sat in a stall just playing his tablet, unaware that, you know, Marc-Andre Fleury sits right next to him, right? And again, Marc-Andre Fleury, a legend. 
And before we leave, Flurry's like, oh, hey, bud, do you want to put my catcher's mitt, you know, my mitt on? And it's the retro one. So it looks super sick. And I'm like, oh, my God, my heart. Bill Guerin earlier had taken him. He's like, hey, bud, come with me. Come check out this. Well, gave him some hockey stick tape. Like just those. Dino gave him a fist bump when he came in. Um, I mean, I'll, OK, jeez. <laughs> again uh no but it was really it was very very special and it's just another reminder like how great these hockey players are again that's a selfish one but it made my heart warm like they were just so becoming to him because the funny thing is Hudson has been in the locker room since he was a baby he was that same little baby that some of these guys knew and, and loved and it's just it's great he did wonderful so that's my hockey favorite favorite hockey moment of the week happening today uh let us know yours again maybe your kiddo made the team that they that you wanted them to maybe you picked up uh volunteer coaching for your child's squad god bless you good luck with that uh whatever it might be drop it in the comments below would love to share that we're gonna take one quick break we'll be right back five more minutes and then we'll go get lunch okay Okay, thank you. Can't wait to see how those pictures turn out. Uh, in five, four, three, two, one. We're back. Uh, that's going to do it. Episode 200 in the books. Kirsten, can you believe we have done 200 episodes of Bardown Beauties? It's, what is that, been a four year run total? Five. Five. Yeah, I've been Almost a part five, yeah. of probably around just over 100 episodes now. Yeah. Yeah, you have. It's yeah. it's remarkable. Yeah. Good stretch. It's kind of weird. Plus, it's nice and round number. You know how I like that. That's really why I wanted to hit 200. It's just an interval it of five. So it's, I can, I can it rock is, with yep. it. It's an even number. So no, shout out, seriously, shout out to every single one of you guys for helping us get 200. We weren't, you know, we wouldn't be doing this if we uh, didn't have any listeners. We'd probably still do it maybe a little bit. Let's be honest, just because it's kind of fun to talk. But um, it's been tremendous. Thank you to the Minnesota Wilds, uh, Aaron Sickman, Jackson Rival, Dylan Daniels for helping us get the players throughout the past couple of years and allowing the access that they do. Uh, shout out to all of our guests that we have gotten to know throughout the years through our various connections. All of them absolutely amazing. Um, and to, again, all of you guys, more importantly, we could not do this without you. Stay tuned to our social media pages. Tons of giveaways coming up. Uh, some really cool stuff, including things from Soda Stick. We've got some stuff from Jim Beam. Uh, we got some Elsie's gift cards if you're into going out to eat, getting a little little bit of grub in there. Um, just as our way to say thank you, because, again, we appreciate every single moment. It really, it's very heartwarming when you guys come up and say hi to us at the game or, you know, recognize us. Hey, we like listening to you on this. It it's everything. It's always a little weird. Cause I don't know what to say back. Like, why, why are you doing that? But I, it's genuinely appreciated. Kirsten, wouldn't you agree? I would like most recently too, just at the wild games, people coming up to my section, whether they're wearing their jerseys or not, just to come say hi, it's it's awesome. It's so much fun. I was in the elevator too with Wes Wall Saturday night and I didn't even know he was in the elevator at the time because he was behind me. And I just hear a bar down beauty and I look back and it's, you know, just a lot of great people you get to know in the community and guests on the podcast too. So that's fun. The community we've been able to build. Yeah, no, couldn't uh, couldn't be more appreciative. So again, thanks for checking us out. Don't forget to rate, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Keep us growing. Let's look forward to another 200, if not more. Uh, again, Gretzky's aware of us. Not at all. I did tag him in our post, and it's not even accepted into like his messages. <laughs> so Doesn't mean he hasn't at. seen it, though. Doesn't mean he hasn't seen it, though. Well, well that makes it worse. You, you can see it, and then you're just like, nah, hard pass. 
Well, I mean, at least he's seen it. <laughs> I should have had my kid ask Billy G today, like, hey, can you get my mommy Wayne Gretzky? And then he could have said no. That's true. Yes. All right, Hudson's, Hudson's going to have to come to more practices. Uh, going to have to do more things with that. We'll see how it goes. But always, thank you. Shout out to Talk North, Soda Stick, uh, Jim Beam, Royal Credit Union, Livia, and uh, Fred. Shout out to Fred. He's around still, guys, believe it or not. I know we haven't fired him in a while. Uh, technically fired every episode at this point still, but he's around. So on behalf of him, him, Kirsten, and myself, thank you. Have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you next week. Bye.